I'm Ruby, Ruby Honor. I'm 25 and I moved to Bristol nearly two years ago. I set up a fashion label called Ashanti Empress last year after visiting Ghana for four times over the last eight years. And I always get stuff made for myself anyway. So I thought maybe other people might like this kind of stuff. It's all really bright colors, very kind of festival orientated. So I had the idea last year, made a few things, came back with it to the UK to see how it goes. But the kind of basis of what I want to do with Ashanti Empress is to create job opportunities in Ghana for the people that I'm working with to create more economic stability and also obviously pay them fair wages so that they're getting a good income from it. When I first visited Ghana in 2008, I went as a volunteer and I stayed in Kumasi, which is in the Ashanti region, hence the name, with my friend's brother. His brother lives out in Ghana and so when I went there, I stayed with him and he just opened a school and that was in just outside rural Kumasi which is the second biggest city in Ghana. I started volunteering there and it was a really great experience. I kind of realised how little people have in the means of educational resources. It's sometimes there's not books, there's not pens, there's not pencils, even the most basic things that we kind of take for granted. And so when I came back to the UK, I started kind of asking around, asking people to help, to sponsor some of the kids at the school, to provide books and reading materials, teaching resources and send them over. And that all just kind of spiralled over time and I started doing fundraisers in Sheffield where I was at university, doing ska, funk, reggae nights, a night called Ashanti Beats, and that went really well. I did that for a year. All of the money from the Ashanti Beats nights went to the school. And that's what I really want. It, Ashanti Empress is kind of a spin-off of that, really. It's another means of generating more income for the school. And then in the future, where I really want to go with it is to set up some kind of cooperative with people that I know over in Ghana. Some people from Niger, some people from Mali, from Burkina, and also from Ghana that I've met that make really, really cool stuff. Tie and dye, t-shirts, batik, beaded jewelry, like really different, beautiful things, but they rely on tourism a lot. And quite often tourism is really unreliable and the way that it was last year when I went, because of Ebola, which hadn't actually affected Ghana at all, the tourism just dropped completely and people were really struggling because of that, people that rely on on the tourism industry. And so to create some kind of marketplace through the Ashanti Empress brand that can sell their products online to a much broader market and then they take the vast majority of the profits of the sale price for that. I've always really liked dressing up and costume and colourful clothing, patterned clothing. I love, I really love it all. And ever since I was a little kid, my mum had just like two massive chests of dressing up clothes that me and my brother would dress up in all the time. And she always made clothes for fancy dress parties, like sewed them herself and stuff. So I've always kind of been around that. Also, when I travel, I love all the different fabrics you can get in places, especially West Africa. They have some really, really amazing fabrics that are really brightly patterned and colourful. Batik. I have learnt about quite a lot when I was in Ghana this time. I went and did a batik workshop, but originally batik came from Indonesia and then it was brought across by the Dutch to Ghana. It started to become popular there, but it's done using hand carved either into wood or into sponge. You hand carve patterns into them and then you dip those into wax, melted wax, and you stamp that onto the cotton. They use a variety of different stamps. A lot of them have these Adinkra symbols on, which are specific to the Ashanti region and the Ashanti people. So it's these different symbols that have different meanings about, about life and proverbs attached to them. So a lot of the batiking is inclusive of those. But also there's just 
beautiful patterns that they make and it's usually a repetitive pattern across the material and then once they've done that section then you dip it into the dye and that's then removed and it's it usually takes like four or five people to do the job and there's certain jobs within it for men and certain jobs that are more usually done by women so the, the men tend to carve the stamps the women do the actual stamping the men do the dyeing, the women do the washing. It's all split into these separate little roles, but obviously sometimes they mix it. And all of the batik that, that I use in the Ashanti Empress clothing, it's all it's all sourced in Ghana. There's a guy in the market that I go and sit with sometimes like hours and just sit and chat and he's got piles high of just batik higher than my head. And I just have to kind of point at them like, oh, Kwame, can you grab this one for me? And he, pull, he pulls out all these different ones. I have a website which is ashantiempress.com. On there is kind of the backstory of how Ashanti Empress came into being. Also, what's going to be on there very soon is all the profiles of the people that have been involved in making the clothing. So you'll be able to see who's actually made the individual items of clothing. I've also got Instagram, which has got quite a few pictures on it at the minute of my trip to Ghana and the people that I was working with, the new clothes, the new styles. Also, I'm on Facebook and so follow me, like me.